podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with the one and only Teofimo Lopez. Uh, thank you for getting on this call with me. I appreciate it. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you. No, I, I'm never better. I got to say, never better. Um, been, it's been a tremendous uh, week. And uh, just starting this week alone, it's gonna, it's, it's uh, fireworks right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was thinking you must be flying high right about now. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, a lot of great things have been coming, so I, I can't complain. I really can't, Michelle, and I'm, I'm so thankful. Thank you for having me on, as always. And, um, oh, man, uh, a lot of big things coming. Yeah. Okay, so I, what I want to do is I want to circle back around to um, when I first met you. And I remember we were talking about, like, you were like, I'm going to beat Lomachenko. I'm going to beat Lomachenko. You were always saying that. Like, you never questioned or wavered in what you believed that you were going to do. And I remember we had this talk because I said, because you, you had said, you know, nobody, nobody believes I'm going to beat Lomachenko. And I was like, everyone starts as an underdog, right, until they prove that they're that they're worthy of they're the champion like they're the elite level and i love yeah. how confident you've always been from day one and i and i say everyone always believes like they'll say like yeah you know i'm gonna beat them but like you were like looking at everyone like you stupid like you don't know but um, i really am gonna beat them like you know what i mean so let's talk a bit yeah. about that whole like going from there to now seeing where everything's developing in your career your stardom your life has changed dramatically since that point and and sort of what that means to you right now oh my goodness uh how can we uh, i mean four years ago i signed with top rank of course and 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 we could go back all the way to then and that was after the olympic games um uh, rio de janeiro um so much has changed it really has i think everything has gone so quick, like in the blink of an eye that I'm here now. Um, things that me and my father, who is my coach, we've talked about, obviously, uh, for, for a long time. And all this now, you know, um, just talking about the Loma fight and everything, you got to have confidence. And I think there's a difference between being cocky and not, you know, being brashy about it and everything like that and, and not being able to back it up. I think that's more so of cockiness. But when you're able to back it up, you know, a lot of people need to realize that's more confidence than anything. Um, I don't. I didn't come into the sport to think that there was anybody else better than me, mm. you know, and and or or that could outsmart me in different ways, you know, business-wise too. And even though I'm young, I think I use that to my advantage a lot. 23 years young, you know, I'm still, I guess, in other people's eyes, a baby. So um, you are, you know, a baby. but I think, I, <laughs> but you, but you know, I take that, I take all that, you know, because I don't act like one. But mainly, <laughs> but mainly more so, more so for. Um, I take that to my advantage always because yeah. I guess that always gets me overlooked. Mm. And while they're overlooking me, I'm in the works underneath and just working up something up my sleeve. And that's when the, you know, um, big things came. Didn't expect the trailer to come through, but they did. And, and you know, a $6 million uh, purse bid, you know, you can't go wrong with that at 23 years young. I think, you know, a lot of people have been saying that I'm just scratching the surface. Well, you're right, I am. Mm -hmm. And there's so much more that I can do you know, um, there's no such thing as sky's the limit. Um, it's, uh, I'm limitless. And I think, you know, going back to that, you know, I always took that into consideration as myself. 
facing guys like Lomachenko, Richard Coleman, Nakatani, um, William Silva, the list could go on and on, Magdaleno, uh, these guys that they all had something, you know, mm -hmm. uh, before they, before we fought each other. And, um, but I learned something from each and every one of those fights that it made me who I am today, where now, you know, we're fighting, of course, someone that maybe a lot of people don't know, George Cambosis Jr., um, but is a strong competitive fighter, 19 and 0, 10 knockouts. You know, and the thing is, this is actually a good look for, for, the, for the three queens that they talk about. You know, uh, Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, Tank Davis. I think it gives them that extra edge that they need to show that, hey, they do belong um, in the category with Teofimo because I, at this moment, they don't. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying that they're not good fighters, but what I'm saying, they haven't fought good competition yet hmm. to, to really demonstrate what's really going on. Like, are you really that good? Because they could put me with a whole bunch of uh, Gamboas or anything or anything like that and make it seem like it's a good fight. But in reality, you know, that's not top, top competition. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the, that's, I guess that's the difference. I like to challenge myself a lot, you know, um, because I like to prove to myself, not to anyone else, but prove to myself that I am the best and why we talked about Lomachenko so heavenly because that guy is and was the number one pound for pound guy in, the, in, the, in boxing. Not just in the, the in the division, but in boxing. Right, right. No, he was. And um, when we look back on, like for example, Floyd Mayweather's career, there's. It's interesting because it almost feels like if you have confidence, then you're almost labeled as like like you're saying like cocky or arrogant or smug, whatever, right? But it's just you believing in yourself and knowing that you know don't believing in your abilities when you look back on his career he sort of became villainized right like where people weren't tuning in to just watch him fight they were tuning in hoping to see him lose so do you, are, are you sort of okay with the idea that maybe that might be something that you're plagued with as well like where people might start to look at your your confidence as uh Oh, I don't like that guy. Are are you okay with with that? As long as as long as you're making money and you're you're doing well, winning. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of it. I think this all comes with it. You know, a lot of people. Um, you know, I think for for everyone out there, you know, uh, it helps. It's a, you have to learn how to work with your negatives to turn into positives. And for the people out there that are negative and want to see us lose, we turn that into a positive thing mm -hmm. because we are attracting those as well to come in. Hey, come check me out. Come watch me lose. You know, and, and reality of it, like, uh, like Floyd Mayweather and when he fought McGregor, he had to put on a, he put on a, <laughs> um, what was it? Ah, he put on a beanie. He put on a, a ski mask. There yeah, you go. Mask. Yeah. And he put on that, you know, pretty much like he robbing a bank. And, um, and I guess in that way, you know, in, in that way, you got to look at it. You have to think about it. Okay, do I sit and pout that there's people that don't like me? Or do I take that as a compliment? Like, okay, that means I'm doing something well. Right. And um, that's what we do. Right. You know, and I think, like I said, whether you like me, whether you hate me, you're going to watch me. Yeah. And um, as long as we keep winning, keep doing the things that we're doing, uh, and keep shocking the world, and and we'll eventually cross play to that where well i say right now there will be a point where there'll be a hundred millions of dollars into that into into my finances mm -hmm. why because you got to invest in yourself i believe in myself i mean people thought i was crazy when i said five million dollars minimum you know 
and and then eventually twenty million dollars minimum, mm-hmm. and 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 so on and so forth. Um, right now, you gotta look at uh, to all the athletes out there. We're a stock, you know. We're a stock. We're we're someone that that it could go up or down depending on the performance, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and if you're doing so great and beating these guys and looking ph- phenomenal, not just winning, but but doing something outside of the winning, something whether it's a backflip, I don't know, something, you know. Um, <laughs> whatever grows everybody's uh movement and um i think that right there will set you out to be a whole nother um dynamic in the in the sport and something to be reckoned with right i think one of the things that i mean you you four sort of being dubbed as the the new version of the four kings and um which is a massive compliment what do you how how I became the king of my own division, and then they come up with this four kings, trying to relate to the 80s of the, the four kings that were actually actual fighters. You can't, you can't compare that, though. I'm not being, um, I'm not saying me, me, me. I'm just saying, no, what have they really done to be considered at least one king? There can only be one king in the division. Like Canelo said, there can only be, there should only be one champion in the weight division, in the weight class. It goes the same way. It applies. There can only be one king, and I have that ring magazine, that the most prestigious belt, just to claim it, that I am that king of this division. And for everyone out there, I get it, though. I get that they're trying to push that movement, you know? But um, it's just not a movement that should be even talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Who have they faced? Well, first guy, mm-hmm. first guy to step up, first guy to step up was Ryan Garcia, and he got dropped in the second round. This is not a game. It's not easy. It's not. Some got it, some don't. He came back, and everybody applauded him for it. Good. But just letting everyone else know, and that's against somebody that is not a heavy hitter like Luke Campbell, you know, uh, someone that's already on his way out. But those are the things that you got to look at. These are are a few comments that Devin's made, okay? He's referred to Mm -hmm. the rest of you as being scared to fight him. He said that you collected a franchise title, not a belt. He says that the franchise title is for ducks. And he said that he has the franchise belt, but I'm the WBC world champion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um... Is uh what what can I I can only laugh about it I think that uh it, it it's uh it's cute sorry it, it's cute I get it though that's why I didn't go I didn't go to the flight I didn't go to the fights in Canelo for a reason um it's not for for anything else but why acknowledge those guys they haven't worked hard for it yet mm. uh, they haven't that's all I'm not gonna acknowledge uh, I'm not gonna acknowledge any guy or or even speak out about him. Mm-hmm. without seeing something first who do you, you know see- i go anywhere now i i go anywhere now michelle i go anywhere and 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 i could go to any other fighter that i looked up to and they'll come up to me and say hey you earn your stripes you know mm-hmm. and that's respect like mm-hmm. i don't i don't need to go after i don't i'm not telling people hey respect me no you got to go out there and earn it mm-hmm. um and that's what we so with Devin haney and he could say all oh, that but i got two belts right there in my in my in my room mm-hmm. <laughs> One is regular, one is super. The franchise is a super belt, just like the WBA. And I, I'm sure you're aware of it. If you look at, if everybody looks at it, 
I'm I'm on the top of all of them. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, if anything, that's why I should, that's why I said, if anything, this Devin Haney needs to go and thank Mauricio for even acknowledging him as a world champion. You should go out there and thank the guy because at least you're still relevant and being considered the 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 one of the four kings and everything because you have that belt, mm-hmm. even though that belt is not valid. And him and I, we both know that. Mm-hmm. So, no, but, you, but go ahead. Sorry. Huh? No, no, no. Go. You, you, you tell me. Tell me. What, <laughs> yeah. Um, when you envision the between the four of you, who is the the biggest fight for the two for you two to go into that ring? Who would you say would would be like the ultimate sellout? Uh, Tank Davis. Mm-hmm. Got it. I would say I would say Tank Davis. The reason why is because a lot of people think that with his punching power and my punching power, it'll kind of be a some some suit of me and Richard Comey type of thing, or a little bit more uh, more dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a guy that comes forward. He has he has his fan base. I have mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that'll make a it'll make a good fight. However, do I believe he'll face me? No. You don't. Uh, no, nah, not. At I all. mean, he's the he's the he's a regular champion, so. I mean, at some point, you'd think. Yeah, but he won't fight at 140 or anything like that. Mm. Yeah, because from, from that point on, I know how Floyd moves as uh, his promoter and everything. Uh, Floyd will wait until, until let him get a couple more fights in at 35. Floyd knows I'm too big at 35 already. Mm. So it's just hopefully we can make a fight happen like that. Yeah, I yeah. love fights like that. I love fights like that. I love fights where people think it's a 50-50 because it's an intriguing fight, but it gets yeah. to show me, like, all right, I'm going to show you. It's not a 50-50. It's 100% your female's going to win. But, yeah. You know, so that's how I've always been. Um, but I, I look forward to that. I look forward to those fights being made. I really do. I don't know why people come at Teofimo for, for any of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't – you're telling me I'm ducking these guys when I just faced the number one pound for pound at the time? Mm-hmm. You know, or knocking out – uh, one of the hardest hitters at 135, mm-hmm. who was Richard Comey. I mean, there's a lot of things to it. You mm-hmm. know, now we just uh, we're just looking for bigger and better fights. Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor is another yeah. one that will be coming up in the works. That's what I was just gonna say. So let's mm-hmm. talk a bit about the the potential of moving up because your father said that he had hopes that you would move up. So um, are you interested in facing them? I'm pretty sure that there'll probably be a rematch clause in with them anyways to start with. Uh, but I mean, I'm assuming, but even then, uh, once the rematch is sort of done and over with the undisputed, I mean, would you want to move up and face the undisputed? Yeah. He's of like, course. I would love to. <laughs> of course, but of course I, I want to definitely do a big and big and just bigger things, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm all about chasing the glory, making a legacy for myself. You know, so I could leave a legacy, and um, and that's it. Just doing big things like that. You know, becoming the youngest, uh, youngest four belt era champion mm-hmm. in um in boxing history, becoming the only undisputed lightweight world champion in boxing history, and that goes with Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, and so many other great fighters that were coming from there. Um, you know, for me at 23, I think that uh, there's no um. You know how you visualize them. Do you feel like you're at your peak? You're not even at your peak. Yeah. No, no. that's why I was saying like, (laughs) yeah, like, 
that's what I was getting to is do you ever feel like there's somebody, okay, I can see them getting to this long and then seeing them at this moment or at this rate, there's no, there's no limit right now. Mm-hmm. There's no like set peak at, or there's no mountain that high right now that, that you could think of that Teofimo could, all right, all right, I can see him at this peak and that's it, you know, no. Um, it, that's the dangerous part. That's why I told these fighters and I told all of them, we had four months to come at me with a, with a contract and everything. And I told him like this, you know, uh, come fight me now because it's better than when two, three years allow, it's going to be forgotten. Like yeah. the right. reason why is because you're, you're, I'll be at my prime then. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm still, as, you I'm older, still, yeah. as you get older, naturally, especially with men, your, your body, your muscle weights, it's different. So do you feel, what, what do you feel the, the highest weight class you think that you might be able to get to? Ooh, um, I said 154, 160. Yeah. In the long think run, I'm crazy yeah. Yeah, in the long run, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably like when I'm in almost 30. in my 30s or something. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, still working on it. <laughs> no rush. You're only 23 for crying out loud. You got, a, you got a long career so long as you keep fighting the way you do and not taking damage, then you, you got a, a, many years ahead of you. Um, let's talk about the fact that you have made yourself your highest payday with Triller. Did you even know that Triller was going to be bidding? No, I, I heard through, um, I was reading through the articles and everything, Mike Coppinger and, uh, Chris Mannix. Uh, I think they were saying something about Triller coming in. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, I wonder what. I was like, I wonder what Triller was is gonna come in with, and um, man, they uh, they really uh, surprised. I think the whole market just now. Yeah, absolutely. It threw everyone it's off. The, it threw everyone off. I mean, um, you know, I was there. My manager, you know, he David McWhorter, he Facetimed me when they were doing the bidding and everything. Uh, this was early in the morning, at least for me, like eight in the morning, and um, and you know, I was there on Facetime. And I'm listening, and he's like, all right. Ryan Kavanaugh, and it's the first envelope they opened up. <laughs> Six million eighteen thousand dollars. I was like, whoa, oh, whoa, and that was it. Like after that, then uh, the zone came in, and then top rank came in with their their minimum or whatever they could get. You know, whatever they could bring to the table. And then that was it. Did you, you know did you know that that matchroom was also going to be bidding? Because I think that was pretty much common knowledge that, that they were interested. I heard, I heard, but I also heard that uh, Todd DeBuff had uh, emailed uh, the zone stating to not bid. Yeah. So, um, you know, and there's proof of it. I think Mike Carpenter just put it out there on his, uh, on the athletic. So, um, so that's also there. And um, so I, I did find that out that Todd DeBuff was calling different networks to tell him to not bid on my fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they were trying to tell him that they're trying to teach me a lesson. Um, but it, it backfired because I guess they didn't get in time with Triller. Mm. So. Um, Eddie Hearn told, I'm going to read to you, and I'm pretty sure you've already read it, but if, if not, then it's, you know, new news. Um, Eddie had said, I told him I, that I'd bid. And you know why? Because they tried to put the fear into people not to bid, and that's not acceptable. Once you do that, all bets are off. If you had come to me, sat down, but what you're doing is you're taking opportunities away from your client. So you want no one to bid so you can get your guy cheap. Is that what you want? 
It doesn't work like that. We had an opportunity to bring one of the biggest names in the sport to our platform in the open market. Don't tell us what we can and can't do, but it's irrelevant anyways. What do you make of Eddie Hearn sort of going to bat for you this week? Because I interviewed him and he, he basically said it was disrespectful how Bob Arum spoke to you. And he said that it was, um, it was basically like a really bad look for the promotional company. Uh, yeah, you know, I think, um, well, I respect that. I respect uh, Eddie for taking the stand as well and helping, and not helping, but at least putting it out there as well that, you know, there wasn't anything that we did to uh, intentionally try to uh, make top rank look bad. They did that on themselves. And, um, you know, I was just there as the fighter. And I think he's just defending um, what my worth is or just not even that, but the principle of myself. He sees that I'm a, I'm a young fighter that is hungry to go out there and go for more. Um, but, you know, I think it's all about understanding and respect. And, you know, I take my hat, hats off to Eddie Hearns for even doing that. Eddie Hearns, I always say Hearns. With the <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, those things like that. And I think that, um, you know, that's a future relationship that we can have, you know. So I think that, you know, we don't burn our bridges. And I think he understands he's not burning his bridge with me. And um, that right there is easily something that we could talk about in the near future, us being on the table and who knows, making something happen with we'll TakeOver Promotions and uh, Eddie Hearns, you know, Eddie Hearns. <laughs> but yeah. Everyone says Hearns. Um, I, I, it, yeah, everyone says Hearns, so I, don't worry about it. I know. Yeah, so, you know, I think that right there, you know, with the zone and with, um, there's so many outlets and so many networks that I, that, you know, I haven't burned my bridge with, not even with ESPN, whether Top Ring is trying to make it where, make it so that I'm the reason why, uh, it's not, you know, and ESPN knows that. And that's why, you know, Max Kellerman on his uh, Max unboxing, he he put out there that uh, that they're disappointed. Yeah. You know, they're disappointed in Top Rank because they know deep down, me as a fighter, I'm just doing my part, but whatever platform, I'm always going to acknowledge it. I'm going to take care of it. You know, and I think that that it goes to show, you know, um, to all the youth out there, to the young fighters, um, you have to do something before you know your worth. Mm -hmm. So you have to go out there and take uh, risks before you go out there. So if you're like a number one contender in a division, don't be like, hey, I want $5 million. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to become champion. You have to do all those things first before you can even, you know, and, and at least see the views because the numbers don't lie, mm -hmm. you know? As a, uh, I can't imagine. Even oh, recently, Canelo, Canelo had, you know, got himself out of the contract he had with Golden Boy Promotions. And now I think what, what's really great about what, what's happening is there is no limit. There's no cap because you can kind of float around to anyone and have, you know, you could be on, he could be on Fox. He could be on DAZN. He could be on ESPN. He could be on Showtime. It, he, there is no limit to where he is yeah. right now. Is that the goal to get to that point where you can, you're not necessarily with one promoter, but much like Canelo's done, he did a two-fight contract deal with Matchroom. And, but he also has the ability to cross over to multiple platforms and, and not just financially, but even for the fight fans, you get to make the fights that everyone wants to see, because as you know, too often, do we see that, oh, we can't make that fight because, you know, this person and that person don't want to work together or they don't want to lose yeah. the person on their platform. So we, we, we get limited to some of the really great fights. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, it's like we're on, um, it's like if they got us locked up, 
you know, and, and, and we're just trying to get out. <laughs> and that's all, you know, um, at least, at least some of us are. And I, and I, I actually take like same thing. I respect Canelo for what he he's doing and what he did. And um, absolutely. You're definitely going to see something like that come in the near future into mm -hmm. fruition with Teofimo. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and by then, you know, we'll see what happens there and what, what fight deals come into play. You know, right now, I think we can even talk about another fight happening right now. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of what Canelo did with uh, Billy Joe Sanders. Okay, if after Devin Haney wins, then we're going to get Teofimo and Devin Haney. We could make those things happen right now. Um, there's nothing being thrown. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to go after somebody that needs me. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's the whole thing. We are going to do what we can do for the fans and for everyone back at home. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my part, but we can even make that happen right now. We could say, all right, after Teofimo beats Cambosis, after Devin Haney or Ryan Garcia or Tank Davis win against their next opponent, mm -hmm. um, we'll make that fight happen. And, and let's let's make a side contract right now stating what date they'll fight and everything like that. Right. We can do that. Right. I could, I could, I could call Mauricio now and, and see if we can make Devin Haney or Ryan Garcia our mandatory after this. You know, there's, mm -hmm. um, there's other ways that we could do this right now. Right. Yeah. And Reason why. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Reason why what? <laughs> no. Reason why. <laughs> reason why, you know, um, we steered away from that was because we we had this at the moment. And, um, you know, there was nothing ever coming our way. Mm. So, you know, I think it's a uh, there's uh, a lot of great possibilities that could come out of this right now. Mm -hmm. And truly just blew things, every, everything wide open, too. Because now, if it goes to purse bids and they got that type of money, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Triller <laughs> is definitely one, one in the works. And I, I'm very happy and very um, um, anxious, I guess, to, more to say, to, to actually be on that, that platform. Because I really love what they did for the Tyson and Jones the way they had their platform and Snoop Dogg was uh, commentating and everything. Would you want Snoop Dogg to commentate your fight? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, when I go to LA this week to, talk, uh, to speak with Kavanaugh, that's one of the main things I would love to request for him. And yeah. it's, uh, it's that right there. Gotta have Snoop Dogg. What? Oh he had Absolutely. everyone dying. It was just too much. I was like, oh shit, did he just say that? <laughs> It's great for TV, though. It, it really is. And I think it's great for, for the sports in general. It's all entertainment. This is what it's all yeah. about. Boxing is yeah. all about entertainment. And um, a lot of people are about to get that, you know, yeah. and some. So, you know, uh, who knows? You guys probably will see me coming to April 17th, you know, mm -hmm. uh, for, for, for those fights that they have in Triller. So, you know, um, now we're just talking about what's next and mm -hmm. looking forward to uh, bigger and better things. I've learned now, you know, at this age, Mm -hmm. Michelle, I've learned now that you have to um, wear a brand, you know, mm -hmm. become your own brand. And, and, and in that way, also, um, you know, uh, find a way what suits you best. That's, that's really what I've, I've come to. I found what, what suits me best and what I can do and what I can't do. And um, I think if all the youth, I mean, I love to see it. You know, I love to see it. I, I seen some fighters coming out with jerseys now after they win. Mm -hmm. You know, football jerseys and stuff like that. I think that we set a we set a movement. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm setting another movement for those youth and young fighters. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of people don't look at it because they're like, man, why not me, man? I could have made that money. Yeah, I'm sending a movement for all of them. It's like a blueprint in a way, mm-hmm. but I can't really, I can't speak it out. I can't give them, I mean, I could tell them under, behind closed doors, behind the scenes, hey, this is takeover one-on-one session you're about to have with <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how, you, I'm gonna tell you how to really work this, yeah, you know. But I'm still learning at the same pre- at yeah. the same time. But you know what? But the, there's a lot of them. You have a hmm. real. You're really smart because, and I mean this with all due respect. I'm not. I don't mean any disrespect to anyone else for that. But you know, you really have the right mentality. You are a brand. You are a brand. You're not just a fighter. See, people often go oh, we're going to do all of these things and he's just going to stay in the gym and just focus on the fight. Yes, I understand that, but you have to sell yourself too. And you just proved, not only did you, like I said, from the first time I even met you, I'm going to beat him, I'm going to beat him, I'm going to beat him. And you were out there making noise and that's ultimately what got you the fight. You were making noise. And yep. I think even, maybe I'm speaking out of line here, but it seems like you, it even got to, to, to Loma. Like, man, I just want to like, I just want to shut him up already. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you basically set that up for yourself, but you also had that mentality that you had to do that. And I think I remember saying this to you, like you just keep doing the interviews, like keep putting yourself out there because you, you speaking about it, calling it out is going to get people interested. When, when fighters see nothing, when fighters go, I'm just going to leave it to my team. No, we want to hear you guys say who you want next. We want to hear the trash talk and, and not always disrespectfully, but we want to hear you guys saying like, you know, yeah, I want him. And, and maybe you don't think the most of him and it's not being disrespectful. It's just your opinion, but you're, you, you have the right approach and, and it's proving to pay off. I mean, you're now in a position where you are set for life. You will continue and you're at the start of your career and you can already be set. And I mean, that's impressive. It is. Look, what's impressive that they need to come on here and you need to get on the one-on-one sessions to let them know too. <laughs> Cause it's, um, I think a lot of them don't understand. Don't be a robot, be, uh, be fluent with it, you know, have fun with it. Be, be yourself, have some charisma. Hey, what's up everybody, by the way, I'm about to knock this guy out. Tune in. I don't know, do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, just, just be you. And I think a lot of these young fighters, they need to understand, especially at their age, you know, I'm young, I'm 23. So I'm using my youth right now to my advantage. So that way when I'm 30 or 40, I can retire and just, you know, then I can do the partying and I can do all that. But um, some of us want to party now. I was going to say, like, you know, you're 23 and there comes a, it's just part of life. There's phases we go through. Yeah. Like you, you, you when you're young, you do young, dumb things. That's why they say young and dumb. Right. Because you just that's where you're learning. You're learning a lot in your 20s. How do you sort of keep yourself on the straight and narrow where you're not getting distracted? Because it's easy as hell to do so. And and one of the things that I've noticed, like, for example, uh, like with Andy Ruiz, and I, and I know that and me saying this isn't, I hope doesn't offend him because I don't mean it like that, but he, he talked about the fact that, you know, when he won against Anthony Joshua and got all that money, he, he got distracted and he wasn't quite there. So it gets, it gets harder, as you'd say, to get out of bed, to go to work when you don't have to work anymore. Do you know what I mean? So well, like- I do, I do understand. However, um, however, there is a point where you, that's where you just can't forget where you came from. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's what implies. You can't forget, all right, that you used to wake up and worked out at this time. You can't stop that. that that's the thing. Like some people take, um, 
don't forget where you come from. Like, don't forget your childhood and your friends. And no, it's more so don't forget where you came from, how you started, what was the struggles. Only people see the, the top of the mountain, but they don't see the bottom where you're climbing it up and all the sacrifice you had to do, the cuts and the bruises. Um, I'm 18 years in and I'm learning this now, mm-hmm. you know? So I've learned that, okay, with all this that comes, how do we keep this piling up? How do I make 6 million, my next fight, 20 million? How do I, how do I do that? Oh, I got to keep working. I got to keep looking good. I got to keep winning. But outside of that, I got to keep myself relevant as much as possible. And um, that's the thing. I got to keep working. There's no, you got to hustle. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got hit with this pandemic and everything. We all got hit. 2020, I had to go out there and hustle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they got me and they got me, you know, Tyrain got me for cheap for that fight. Cool. But I knew that after this, this is what else would come. So you just got to go out there with a mentality of, of, you know, effort. I'm going to go and get what's mine. Not what I'm not going to give. I'm not going after what they're giving me. I'm going to go out there and take what I know it's mine. Rightfully mm-hmm. so. And um, yeah, as long as you have that hustle mentality, um, you know, a lot of these young fighters, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to a lot of, a lot of this, especially in the next couple of years on, on the, I hope and I pray the switch up of the young fighters, their mentality, how they think. Mm-hmm. Well, you're very they're all trying to be with guys. They're all trying to be, you know, they're all trying to be with gang, like not gangs, but you know, with with posse's and that cool. Have these chains and everything. It's all nice and sweet and all until until you're not making money no more, mm. or until you're broke and then everybody behind you is leaving. All right, well, I got to go find my other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did know, you that's why I stay to that? myself. Did you experience that, like a a surge of new friends or, yeah. Everybody coming out the woodworks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some 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 older women that I've taken pictures with in the past and say that I'm their moms. Um, it's crazy. I mean, um, yeah, Whoa. you know. And my mom's, my mom's like, oh look, she'll comment. My own mother will comment. Oh wow, good job. What? <laughs> wow. You know, it's, um, it's just things like that. You know, uh. But this is only the beginning of, I don't know what else is to come. You know, uh, they say more money, more problems. I look at it as, um, you know, more money, more success, you mm. know. And, um, and that's what I'm striving for. I'm just striving to be more successful because there's no such thing as too much success. Mm-hmm. Look at Jeff Bezos, $200 billion, and man is still striving for more. Mm. So, um, you know, guys like that, I look up to the billionaires, that's why. Mm-hmm. Because my goal is to one day become a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this now. What happened when I said I would beat, you know, Lomachenko and everything? All these things are coming into fruition. Why? It's the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. You speak it out to the universe. They... See, but I'll take that whole to another level. I've learned that. That's why I've learned how to play my, uh, my cards right. But I've understand, um, I've understood the, uni- like, I know it sounds hippie as hell. No, but I've I'm understood. I've understood a lot of uh, a lot of what's going on, mm-hmm. but I use that for my benefit. So that's why you asked me what keeps me grounded and everything. Of course, is my creator. Everybody has different creators, mm-hmm. but mine, you know, and um, my wife, my family, they keep me grounded and make sure that I don't do anything silly. Because there's times where I've, I've done, I was very close, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I was very close to doing some dumb things out of um, out of my emotions because I'm, you know. Uh, at times you do get frustrated 
But uh, you know, you have to you have to calm down and find another alternative instead of looking for problems mm-hmm. or causing uh, them. Do you have something in particular? Like, for example, some people like when they make it, they'll keep like their first car as a reminder of where they've come from. Is there something like that? Like, do you have something that you keep that is a reminder for you to to um, never never forget that? Um. <sighs> There's, there's a lot of many things that I keep to, to remind me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't really have to be more so an object, but mm-hmm. a, a memory that I always inflict back on. So those are the things that I, up here, as long as I don't forget those memories, I'm just gonna keep on, on the same path, on the same level, no matter what comes. Um, if you look at it, money comes and goes. It does, mm-hmm. comes and goes, you, you know, but how you manage your money is when it, it starts piling and working for you. I'm at a point now, you know, I got my own financial advisor. I got, um, you know, my own lawyer. I got my own things like that now that I'm already working in because I already knew maybe we might hit the lotto. <laughs> and and when that time comes, you got to manage your money where 20 years from now. So going back to that, I know I'm straying away. Going back to that is um, going back to that is mainly uh, just the trials and all the things and, and the uh, the amount of. Uh, struggles I had to go through just to get to where I'm at and going against some bosses and some people that wanted to see me at a different route and I said no you know and took the other route um, for myself so a lot of that things from top brain things from um, things from uh, my amateur careers things from my childhood years things that I didn't even get to uh, do because I was so focused in this Mm -hmm. that um, it pays off Mm -hmm. but I keep that all in the back of my mind always um that's what keeps me going I I can't stop you have a good family I remember um there was a fight in Vegas and I can't recall which one it was at the top of my head but you were fighting on the card and Marcos and I were actually at the round bar uh with your parents and they kept saying they just kept saying like man my son's the truth he's the truth and we just we were talking about it and I was like see this is this is what's important this is important to have people your family truly believe in you as well and have that right mentality because ultimately that is the difference that really is the difference because that's why um it's it's funny because way back in the day i know this is a little i don't want to make it about me but there was an example back in the day when i was meeting with agents they would always ask about my family and i found that interesting because um i i'm like oh yeah i got good parents or whatever you know blah 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 but at the end, they would always say, the reason why I ask about your family is because we want to know if they're going to be a problem. And I thought, wow, mm. that's so true. They want to know, like, do we have a problem here? Are they going to, are, are they telling you you're not good enough? Are they telling you you shouldn't be doing this? Are they trying to make you drop out and go to school? Like, what is it that they're doing? Are they, are they motivating you or are they sort of, you know, trying to deflect you from what your goals are? And I, I actually, that's, that stood with, or that stayed with me because I thought, wow, that's deep but it's true. Yeah, it is. It really is. And, uh, but you know, at the same time, you also got to think some people don't, didn't grow up with their families. Mm -hmm. So we also got to think about how, how they, how are they able to manage their, their careers and their life? You can make your own family. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but those are the ones that's always a rocky situation. Mm -hmm. Um, but the same thing applies for your own family. It's a rocky situation at the same time because you got to make sure that because money could change a lot of point of views and change people's perspective, especially families. So you always got to think about all those things 
Um, but you do know the ones that are always been there supportive. Right. There is a good handful, you mm -hmm. know, so um, I'm very blessed. I'm, I already have a rich life before all this comes, mm -hmm. you know, because I want my goal is to be wealthy. Right now I have a rich life. Mm -hmm. I have a life of, of, you know, my family, my loved ones and, and all those around me that, that I know they're going to be there no matter whether I win or lose or draw or whatever, a bad day or bad night. Um, they're going to be there and supportive and pick me up and celebrate. Um, and there's other things where it plays like being wealthy. That's my whole, my, that's my goal. Wealth and rich, two different things. Yeah, they are. Um, very, very different. Very different. And so my goal is to, to, to eventually become wealthy, you know, and, and, and I know I have wealthy this, in I have life. this now. Wealthy in life, wealthy in love, wealthy mm -hmm. in family. Yep. Wealthy and mental, yeah. your, your mental health. There's so much different versions of wealth. There is. There really is. And um, that right there is, is, and I wish, you know, I wish I could tell these, these uh, upcoming fighters or even fighters now and, and around my time, like, hey, be careful with uh, this money. Yeah, you know, it, it comes. And then we think that, all right, we'll fight again and we'll make it again. Nah, bro. Sometimes we can have like an injury. It happens. You know, so you got to be careful. I've learned that back in like three years ago when I broke my hand. Mm -hmm. That's when I learned. It woke me up. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. it's not as, it's not all. Yeah, the real life hits you. Reality hits you. And you're like, oh, man, I'm sitting out. Ain't no money coming in. Mm -hmm. And that's when you realize I got to find another way. So um, what, I, what it comes down to is just trials and tribulations and things that you got to go through. Well, I hope to see. I hope to see, regardless of what path you take beyond uh, the fight, the upcoming fight. Which do we have a date yet? Is there anything we? -ish? Mm, so I heard. I okay. So a lot of people have been talking about all right, the fight and everything. Um, it, that it's gonna be on a either a co-main event or anything. No, my fight will not be co-featured. My fight will be main event. However, we will. There was someone that we were talking about being the co-feature. Uh, however, he won't, I guess he uh, hasn't been training or he just uh, doesn't want to do it anymore. So uh, um, who was a big name, huge name. Mm. I would have loved to even, uh, mm. but uh, <laughs> I guess now we just find, now we just got to find something different. So it was a big name. Very good. I was excited for it, but I guess they, they told me today that uh, he won't be on. Um, and uh, he doesn't want to come back to boxing. So, uh, who else I can think of now is just. Are you talking um, about there's many great fights. Jake Paul? I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, you know Floyd. He'll definitely want to be main event. I know. And all that. He's yeah. all about. He's all about the. He's all about that attraction. Um, <laughs> no, you know, but those things that like that, I was very excited about when I heard about it. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, my goodness, people are not even ready for this. I swear. Uh, talking about Dallas, Texas, Cowboy Stadium. We're like, oh, man, let's go. You know, but now this thing's also now in the works of Miami being a spot. Um, I'm hearing I was shooting for May 1st. Kid you not. I was shooting for May 1st, but I just got some bad news. But it's still great news. It's still great news. I'm still fighting. Um, getting my myself out there. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, we'll see what happens then. I think probably the end of May. Mm -hmm. uh, that sucks. Oh well. I mean, hey, it's, I take I take what I could get.
Hey, you getting I'm very, I'm very thankful. I'm very, no, 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 but you know, I'm very thankful. The reason why is because I wanted to do something like a single day mile weekend type yeah. of theme. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I mean. So, so that's all it was because I had so many ideas up here and now I got to change those ideas. Yeah. But I, I'm still, it's still in the works. I'm very thankful though uh, for Trilla and for everything and for them even, even uh, giving me the opportunity, having that platform. And, you know, I'm going to treat it like I did with ESPN. And I'm going to treat it with respect and fairly and, and give them a hell of a show and see why, why ESPN as well um, saw something that maybe Top Rank didn't. Mm. Yeah. Does it hurt you? Does it hurt? To, huh? Does it hurt to feel like no, no, no. you have this relationship? No. I never, I never, um, I never, I always took everything as business. My pops and other hands may have taken it in a personal way. My mom's, of course, I don't like it because my mother's crying. You know, my mom's crying. She's like, why are they doing this to you? But I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, at the end of the day, God got us. I got to be positive throughout this whole thing for my family. So I just tell them, cheer up. No worries. You know, when has God ever like, um, when has he ever put us through a situation that we couldn't get ourselves out of? You know, so that's how I look at it. And I live, I live like that. Um, so, you know, my whole thing, of course, it's, it's effed up. That's all it is. It's effed up. It's so bad to see that go because of the relationship I had with ESPN. Um, however, you know, I'm not, that's not actually something that is cut off because when Teofim was a free agent, which will be coming soon, when I become a free agent, ESPN could be on the, on the, one of the friends to talk to, uh, the zone could be one of the people to talk to PBC Triller. Those are the guys that we could talk to as, as well. So the same thing that Canelo did his route is the same way we're leading to right now as we speak, you know, and, um, they need to get their big boy pants on because, um, I don't see them getting out of this one. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, uh, everything that they have done. I'm, I'm a young fighter, but I, I'm someone that, that I has never been disrespectful to anyone. You mm-hmm. come across me. I've never been disrespectful like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think for top rank and for everybody, man, um, I loved everything that they have done for me, you know, and, um, you know, it's sad to go this way, but Hey, you know, I wish them nothing but the best. May they wish me nothing but the best and we'll go our separate ways, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we go from there. Uh, I think this is great. This is great for the sport. This is great for myself and my career. Because now I think it comes to where those are, uh, um, it's a beautiful feeling. It's, it really is. And it's not to brag on it, but it's been hard work. It's been paid off. It's been paid off. And then that's all it is. It's just happy. I'm fu- mm-hmm. fucking happy. I'm just over the moon. <laughs> I really am. I really am. So, you know, um, it's good that things, it, it sucks. It had to go this way. Yes. Yeah. But it is good that, that there's a, uh, there's a way out. There's a plan B, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I'm happy. I'm looking forward to, uh, I'll be in LA this week to talk to certain people, mm-hmm. um, get to meet Ryan Kavanaugh and, and the guy that actually has the, the faith in me, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely going to do well with Trilla. And, um, I think that, you know, this year, like I said, fighter of the year, I'm going back for back. I'm going back to back for that one. Um, I'm looking forward to a dynamic 2021. I'd said that this is going to be my breakout year. And so far, at the moment, we've been right. You know, my whole thing is just to keep keep being right to myself. Yeah. Well, look, I wish you all the best. And congratulations on all of your success. Uh, I'm proud of you. It's I, I love seeing yeah. stories 
where like I, I love a good underdog story and to see where you've come from um is really it's really exciting and impressive and i think it, more than anything it's it's motivating for for other young guys and the amateurs right now that are looking up to you and thinking like hey i'm gonna do what he did or or maybe even one day they're thinking yeah, i'm gonna fight teofimo one day i'm gonna fight teofimo so you know it's, yep. it's exciting times for you so congratulations um and lastly yeah. like we were talking about uh with the whole canelo doing the he sort of set up his schedule for the remaining of 2021 uh, do you want to give a prediction on um saunders his fight with saunders uh with sanders uh, saunders i think that it's a it's a it's a good fight for mm -hmm. sure um you know but canelo's at that point right now i i think we all we all can agree however um crazy fights have happened where where the the underdog comes out on top uh, look at me for a good example mm -hmm. Um, so I think it'll just be a great fight for the sport and for boxing, and it's great to see Canelo active, more active than 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 ever before. You know, he's fighting again in May. He just fought in uh, yes, what this past weekend. So yeah. um, that's something that that's something right there for me motivating because I'm like, okay, he did that. I could do this too. Um, and those are the things that I'm looking forward to. And I think it's going to be a great fight. I think the fans win for sure. Uh, and wherever they post this fight for Canelo. Um, it's going to be big, definitely. Mm -hmm. It's going to be big. So no, no specifics, yeah. just? I got to go with Canelo. I think Canelo will stop him five, six rounds. Okay. All right. I think Canelo will stop him five, six rounds. Uh, Billy Joe is, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking anything away from him. I just don't think that uh, mentally he's there. Mm. When a fighter is not mentally there, they already lost the fight. Mm. What are you basing? And you can just tell. Of? Are you basing it off of just prior stuff that he's done in the media, or the eyes? The eyes never lie. People won't ever understand that. I don't think only the only ones that will understand it is like I guess the fighters or the real ones or however you want to call it. But the eyes never lie. I could look at the guy and I could just tell he's not. He he's he did the fight. He needs the money and whatever show up. And uh, I might get I might get shit for this, but in reality, you just look at a guy and you can tell like, does he really want it or not? Mm. And um, he's just there for a check. To be honest, mm. he's just there for a check. And I think a lot of people hate me for it. I always be true. The truth hurts. It really does. But but um, uh, I'll tell you when it's a really good fight. When I can see uh, whoever faces Canelo next, and I, you can just tell. You can just tell the the body movement, all that. You can tell. Mm. You know. Um, at least I can. Mm -hmm. I'm very quick too. That's why we called out for the Lomachenko fight and we did all these things. Mm -hmm. You you could just tell. Mm -hmm. um, there's like small minor adjustments and things. I guess you know, um, you know, it's just those things. I'm not saying that uh, you know, Canelo's not beatable because he's been beaten before. But I'm just saying at this moment, uh, yeah, he's unbeatable at this moment. Right. All right. We'll see. May eighth. He's going to be back in the ring. May 8th. He, he doesn't give himself any time off. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's what a true champion does. I love it. And I think um, I'm, I'm shooting for three. I'm shooting for three this year. Yeah. I'm shooting for, for May, uh, sometime in the summer, and then um, at the end of the year. Okay. So, so we got May, probably July, August, and then uh, somewhere uh, December. 
for Heisman Trophy night or so. Well, you know what? I hope we, do, I hope we do get more of what Canelo's done is in setting, in, you know, should everything go as planned, of course, but sort of setting this landscape because fans have something to look forward to as well. They're going to be like, yeah, we got that one coming up next. So I think it's great that, that you want to do that. Oh yeah. I, we got to keep the, we got to keep it rolling, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, as long as these guys, like I said, uh, the other main attraction fighters that are on this, on, on, in, in the sport right now, mm -hmm. we can make those fights happen and everything like that. And it just sparks it up more and more and makes it that much of a bigger and better um, sport, you know, just to see action-packed fights again. Mm -hmm. We're not seeing the fights that everybody wants to see. And it's not because of, of uh, more so of the fighters, but it's also because of the, the, the promoters they're underneath mm -hmm. and the disagreements they have against each other. So, you know, um, me being where I'm at now, I'm at a position where I can be my own agent. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll be my own fighter, of course, and have my own, my own ways, you know, God willing. I'll be a free agent, and um, we can make those type of fights happen as well. I'll be like, uh, Eddie, <laughs> uh, let's make the let's make the Devin Haney fight. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's and that could be easily done, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, so once once we get this out the way, I have yeah. other pro I have other things, not problems, but I have other, you know, you know, things that I have to get rid of first before I, right. before we can move on to that. Yeah, but you know, um, I'm looking forward to for this year. I'm looking for boxing, how how uh, the the turnaround is gonna look mm -hmm. for all of us, and um, it's great for everybody. I think overall, tune in the takeover sometime May. I'm here in May 29th. You know, um, on Thriller, be the main event, and mm -hmm. then we just look for who's the who's the co-main attraction and and so on right. and so forth. So uh, it's gonna be great. I think we're talking about like I said in Miami. Mm -hmm. um, Miami, Florida will be a, a huge move, um, but we'll see. Dallas, Texas could be another thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Well, you know what? Hopefully right. I'll be there and um, get to see it, in, see it happen live in action. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much. We just did an hour interview, and it's very rare you get, you know, someone of your status to sit down and talk this long. So I appreciate you. What status is that? What are you talking about, Michelle? Oh, come on. I was playing. Hey, but I'll tell you like this. I say, like, um, I really enjoy our conversation. Thank you for having me on, like always. I'm always going to be respectful for, to those that have seen me from yay high in the mm -hmm. sport. Um, and I appreciate you always um, for keep doing your thing. Keep keep showing that uh, woman empowerment. I always, I'm always going to love that. And I think that is a, it's a true thing. So um, we can't be, us men can't be kings without our queens. So. Um, take that I take that in always and uh, yeah. thank you again I look forward to seeing you in person again and um, enjoy the rest of Miami thank right? you take care of yourself thank you I appreciate you it. it have a good one Sports Social Podcast Network